If you were a kid homesick in the 80s and 90s, you know the phrase, get your pets spayed and neutered. It's one of the lines that Bob Barker is famous for that we all can quote when we talk about Bob Barker. But why was it an important message? Well, today we're going to hear from Linda Felix, the founder and president of Spay Day HRM, on why it's important as we lead up to World Spay Day. Linda, come on down. (laughs) Welcome to the Nova Scotia SPCA podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. It's a very busy week for you. Yes, super busy. So we are uh, looking forward to World Spay Day, which is on... Tuesday, February the 27th. It's always the last Tuesday in February. The last Tuesday in February. Okay, so this is our second podcast, so thank you for being here. And I think we need to start it off with some fun. It's February. It's been a lot of snow, so... Are you ready, Linda? Let's play fetch. (laughs) Sure. So this is our lightning round where we get to learn more about our guest. And I'm going to throw you the ball to answer the question. And then you can throw it back and we play a little game of fetch. So, Linda, who was your first pet? Uh, Tippy, a cat. If animals could talk, who would be the rudest? A cat. (laughs) If animals could talk, who would be the nicest? Always a cat. (laughs) All right, Linda, you are a hero to a lot of families and cats. Who is Linda's hero? All the volunteers. Lovely. Lovely. And I know you're getting, you got choked up on that one. And I can understand because uh, you yourself is a a volunteer, but Spade AHRM, how many volunteers do you have? We would have, if we take in fundraising, um, our shelter and foster homes, people that create toys, we would be 75 to 100 volunteers who are very dedicated and work very hard. Amazing. So take me back to uh, the night before Spay Day HRM was founded. When was that? I lived on uh, Shibukdo Road in a townhouse, and I had a steady stream of needy cats, pregnant cats in my yard. Um, there was nowhere to get help. All the shelters had waiting lists of hundreds of cats, literally, way back then. It's it's much different now, but back then there was no help for a cat. So I took matters into my own hands. I saw a little documentary about some things happening in the U.S. and raised a bit of money and started a bit self-serving, getting the cats from my yard fixed and rehomed and Soon enough, there was great community support, and we just kept going and going. It was meant to be a weekend project, and we're into year 14. Year 14. Do you have a sense of how many animals you've helped in 14 years? At the end of the month, we will be over 6,300 cats that we've spayed and neutered. Wow. That's amazing. Congrats to you and (laughs) all of the volunteers uh, from Spade AHRM. So, why you had mentioned about Spay Day being on the the last Tuesday in February? Is there a significance to that day? Spay Day was World Spay Day was started by the Doris Day Animal Rescue League in the United States, and then again there was such support for it, so it spread worldwide. So on this day, we're part of a worldwide effort to control the cat the animal population and have less needy and homeless animals. And so I'm thinking, you know, we talk a lot here at the SPCA about kitten season. 
Yes. So are we trying to get ahead of kitten season by doing it in February? We are. We will be, uh, most of our, we have 89 cats scheduled for next Tuesday and three quarters of those are females. Right. So let's talk about that. So uh, on World Spay Day, you are undertaking quite a quite a day and the SPCA, the Nova Scotia SPCA uh, Veterinary Hospital is one of the partners in that. But can you just let the listeners know, like, what are you doing on Tuesday the 27th? Because it's quite the feat. Well, we have, uh, sorry, we have five clinics signed up and we have 13 volunteer drivers and uh, who will be picking cats up from all corners of the city and uh, getting them from their home in the morning traffic and delivered to all the various clinics before 8.30 in the morning. And then at the end of the day, we pick the cats up and take them all back home again. So it's a, it's a lot of organization and a lot of work. But it's a special day. It is. We do it on an ongoing basis, but not in, on this, in this volume. So it's a, it's a big feat. 80, you said 89? 89, 89, 89 cats. 89 cats. So getting 89 cats to five clinics, organizing 13 volunteer drivers. When do you start this process? I started in January, right after Christmas. Right. Okay. So when do you sleep? Because you are the founder uh, and the president of Spade HRM, but you're a volunteer. Like, I just want yes. people to understand. That- we, have, we have no paid employees. We are 100% volunteer run. And I have a full-time job and a home and a family. So when I say I have no free time, I don't think people understand, but I have like no time. Right. And do you have cats at home yourself? We have four cats. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So on Tuesday, um, and I'm going to use Tuesday, the World Spade Day, as a reflection of the work that uh, Spade Day HRM does all year long. Who is, who are you helping we're helping people of low income. Some people have physical disability, mental disability, pensions, uh, limited income. We, prov- we overcome all the obstacles to spay and neuter. So even if you give somebody a free vet appointment, they can't always get there. So we provide the paid vet appointment, the drive, the cat carrier, the meds, the complete works. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So there's barriers. You know, we, we sometimes think, well, if we got you, if somebody got you an appointment, then that should be okay. But what you're saying is in the research that has happened, um, that's not always the case. People need more supports or wraparound supports to have this happen. Yes. People call me. They can't fill in the form, the application because they have uh, illiteracy issues, you know, so we do it over the phone. You know, you have to make uh, amends to fit people in. We have a lady uh, who's in a wheelchair, for example, and lives uh, way out in Porter's Lake. And uh, we didn't have a driver from Porter's Lake. So she's made arrangements to get her cat to a friend in the city and we'll pick the cat up from her friend. And, you know, we, we go through a lot of hoops to help people get their cats fixed. And so you're helping with the pet population, as Bob Barker would say, uh, and you're helping families. But sp- it's important if somebody is listening and they have a cat or dog, but you know, a cat, there's an importance, there's a health importance to spay and neutering, isn't there? Yes. Cats that don't get spayed um, 
often have mammary cancers and urinary issues as they get older. Um, we've had all kinds of complications in pregnancies and, and cats giving birth. So it's very healthy. If you want your cat to live a long life, get it fixed. In your 11 years of doing this, what have you seen as the change? Either like start with a good change. What has been a good change in the 11 years you've been doing this? Well, way back when we started, um, we figured it would take 10 years to see a difference in the cat population. Um, at that time, we were coordinating with some of the SPCA programs as well. The more people that fix cats, the better. Um, you know, we, we partnered with the SPCA on a TNR program that was city funded for three years. That made a huge difference in the cat population. Now, all the shelters um, have their cats spayed and neutered before they go out. That's made a huge difference. The rescues have all fallen in line with that. Um, so with in addition to what we do, we, uh, we now see a huge difference in the cat population to when I started. Um, shelters now have space to take in cats. There's no more waiting lists, uh, hundreds and hundreds of cats to you know receive help. So spay and neuter is the answer. People with uh, cat population issues, I you know always advise partner with your nonprofits. You know get everybody on board to work together. Um, a lot of communities think that killing cats is the answer. You know mass euthanizations. It just fills a void that more cats step in to fill. The answer to all your cat population issues is just get everybody spayed and neutered. So in the 11 years, what's been a negative that you've seen? Uh, people letting their cats outside to free roam. You can't tell a, an owned cat sometimes from an abandoned cat, you know, a cat that truly needs help. People get upset when somebody picks up their cat that needs, thinking it needs a rescue and, uh, you know, people get upset by that. But you know what? If your cat looks like it needs a rescue, you should look inwards. <laughs> that's, that's always my view. It's a controversial subject, free roaming cats. Um, if you love your cat and it sits on your back deck, great. But when it's being a nuisance in the neighborhood and is spraying on people's window screens and their children's play toys and things, then it's, it's not so nice. It's not fun. How does uh, how does spay day operate? What are what are some of the the ways that uh, people could help? We have a small shelter in Bedford where we it uh, it's kind of a do all building that helps us do our work. Uh, we're always looking for people to volunteer in cat care uh, for events like World Spay Day. We're looking for drivers that can get cats to and from appointments. We do a lot of fundraising to pay for all these vet appointments and clinic clinic days. So uh, assistance in fundraising is always welcome. We're a registered charity, so we can offer tax receipts for, for donations. There's always ways to help. We take people who knit, crochet, sew. Our, our fall cat, uh, cat toy sales is, is the base of our fundraising for the year, and we have a kitten calendar as well. So a big thank you to everybody who goes out to the craft sales and supports by buying our calendar and our toys and uh, to everybody who helps create them. Is there a record being set or has there been a record set uh, on World Spay Day that you are looking to 
either match or beat or come close to? I went through our records, and in 2019, we did 74 cats on World Spay Day. So Tuesday coming will be a record if all 89 cats show up at their vet appointment and they're not hiding under the bed or sneaking out the door. Uh, it will be a record a record day for us. And so, it, it's really great that the SPCA clinic has come on board this year and is doing a tremendous number of cats. So let can we just talk about that, obviously? I mean, yep. it's an SPCA podcast, and I've been involved with uh, some of the prep downstairs. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, Linda, <laughs> the excitement <laughs> downstairs, like they are, our team is excited to be part of this. So we're glad that uh, you're you're allowing us to be part of it. Um, they are building teams that uh, include veterinarians who are coming on their day off uh, to come in. Uh, they're, they're building a team of veterinarians who are off from other spots and are coming in to volunteer that day. Um, we are working in our communications department to have, you know, some like uh, signage down there, you know, some ways to say thank you to the people who are dropping off, like whatever we can do to make it a, a fun day. Cause it's going to be a long day. Like how long of a day do you think it's going to be for you? It's a long day. Um, we're up at six, six o'clock in the morning on the road, picking up cats. We're in the morning traffic, you know, getting cats from, like you said, all corners of the city to, to the clinics, um, dropped off in time. So the surgeries can proceed Um, We also deliver cakes because it's a celebration of spaying and neutering. And, uh, you know, the results in our community is is wonderful. So we celebrate that. We don't want it to be, you know, a sad day of labor. You know, we try to we try to have fun with it. Yeah, I if for our veterinary team who's listening, I know that they are going to have fun because <laughs> uh, they they are they are quite excited uh, to do this. So, how many cats right now? So everything goes great, all cats get picked up. How many cats are coming to the SPCA Veterinary Hospital? We have fifty five cats scheduled. So for your team, that's a huge um, obstacle of logistics. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the drivers are coming here with you know, five, five or six cats with them. And then I've got about 10 people that are bringing their own cat just because, you know, the logistics <laughs> was getting crazy. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a logistical almost nightmare at, at your end, but I'm, I, everybody's dealing well with it and certainly on board to make, you know, all these crazy preparations for such a volume of, of cats and especially female cats. So are we taking a lot of, out of the 55, is there a lot of female? Like, yes. So a lot of spays versus? Mostly spays. Mostly spays. Yeah, they are setting up, uh, I think, downstairs that we will have three surgical teams running uh, out all day to, wow. <laughs> to, do, the, to do the 55. Um, when you think about spay day, what would be, what would be your goal for Spade A 2025. It'd be great to exceed 100 cats. Or, I mean, <laughs> we're very close. We're only 11, 11 off the mark. Uh, it'd be nice to see more clinics participating and uh, more volunteers get on board to help get cats where they need to be. Um, but I think we're doing a great job this year because it will be a, a record for us. And on Spade A, where's Linda Felix? 
up at six o'clock, taking a vacation day from work and driving cats to the SPCA. (laughs) (laughs) So you're a driver that day. I'm a driver that day. Everybody's on board. All hands on deck for World Spay Day. Wow. That's amazing. And the same at all the clinics. You know, a lot, all the clinics are bringing in extra staff, doing extra preparation. The, the clinics that are on board are totally on board and do a great job. That's nice to see that there's this community that's rallying uh, all together to do this. How does that make you feel? Great. And I will say that we're supporting all the individually locally owned clinics. So they make a huge difference and they really step up to support the community and to support rescue organizations in their territory. So the, the clinics on board, all five are locally privately owned and go all out to help Spay Day. Yeah, it's an we're very proud of the relationships. Yeah, we're like, I, I can't I can't tell you enough because uh, for our listeners, we are recording this podcast on top of the hospital. So because they're busy <laughs> downstairs, so you can't you can't feel the vibration, but there's a vibration uh, downstairs when we're talking about this because spay neutering is very important to the SPCA. Well, we're we originally advocated for the first SPCA low income spay neuter clinic. We advocated for some funding from the city for it because there's been a great need for a long time. And again, that was one of the things that helped get the population of cats down in the city. Uh, People had an option that, you know, have that struggle financially. They had a place to go to get their cat fixed. So uh, now you've transitioned to a larger clinic, you know, just across the street. So everything grows and everything progresses just as, as Spade has. So we're always happy to partner with the SPCA clinic and spaying and neutering more and more cats. Yeah, no, I mean, this could be a love fest. Linda. <laughs> we're having a love fest this February. Um, I'm just trying to think like about um, spay day and, you know, a hundred, if you get to a hundred cats in 2025. So Let's talk about what happens between February 27th, 2024, and that last Tuesday in 2025. What does what does Spade HRM do? Um, well, we are spaying and neutering of cats. Our programs are all ongoing. So we do do some cats every month, um, not in a huge volume, you know, of 50 plus a day, but our programs are ongoing. So we do that. We fundraise to pay for these great vet appointments. <laughs> That's ongoing. We have fundraising happening every month. And uh, we also rescue and adopt out, mainly in the communities where we're conducting our programs. If we're spaying a cat and we see that there's a litter of kittens there, you know, we will advocate to take the kittens with us, find them great homes, and we include spays and neuters with our adoptions. So nothing leaves us that can reproduce. And uh, we try to encourage that in all the neighborhoods where we go. So we, before we had started the podcast, we had talked about it being Spade AHRM. Is there, for the listeners, you know, listening in other parts of the province, do you know, not that you can name them all, but would you say that people could find locally an uh, organization like yours if they needed help? It's very rare. It's very hard. Yeah, it's labor intensive. It's yeah. There was a girl in Pictou that was helping that was helping uh, with spays and neuters, but with a lot of clinic sales right now, I don't believe she can get any vet appointments. Um, 
you know, it's getting vet appointments right now is, is really hard. Would you say that's the number one barrier that Spade A HRM has is the world of veterinary medicine currently? Uh, periodically, yes, as the nicer weather comes. Uh, you know, right now everybody has heating bills and holiday recovery. And, you know, there's some clinic spots that are open. But come spring when everybody's out and about again, the clinics are going to get busy. And often it's very hard to, to find vet appointments. Yeah. Well, I think we're like the only charitable, truly charitable program in the province. Right. And one expand like like I know the one in Picto, they people have to pay fifty percent. Um, other places will help with a vet appointment, but they're not going to drive you there. Um, you know, the SPCA has clinics in the province, but I think we're the only full service, do it all, barrier free, truly charitable program. And do you feel that that's the is that is that the the way Spade A is going to continue? Is that the plan? Yes. When I started, and I couldn't figure out why the, the city had all these cats, and I was really stupid. I had no experience in any of this. So I kept going backwards, trying to figure out where do all these cats come from? Why is there so many cats? And the base of the problem was people couldn't afford to get their cat fixed. And they had no access to a veterinarian. Mm-hmm. So that is the base of the problem. Getting out into these neighborhoods, there was a huge ratio difference in from cats to poor neighborhoods to higher end neighborhoods. Uh, it was very easy to see the problem. So yeah, so we we stuck with that mandate, and and that's where we we dove in to spay neuter those cats and get those cats help. And it's made a huge difference. There are areas of metro housing. When I first started, I drove in the neighborhood and counted 60 cats before I even saw a person. Mm -hmm. And now you can drive back into that area of metro housing and maybe just see a handful of owned cats. Mm -hmm. So it it is a program that makes a difference. And I imagine too, you know, like, so it's the health of the cat that you're helping. It is helping with uh, unwanted surprise pregnancies on a, on a person or a family as well. Yep. Uh, it's a barrier free. So what kind of feedback do you and the volunteers get when you bring the cats back at the end of spay day? <laughs> People are very happy. They're very relieved. Often having your cat fixed makes a difference in, in being housed. Mm-hmm. A lot of landlords want proof that your cat is fixed and I, and I don't blame them. Nobody wants a stinky old male cat spraying all over their building. Um, so, so yeah, it makes a different difference. We've uh, been helping with some of the cats that are living in tents this winter. Um, again, that helps those people get into housing uh, because a lot of people won't leave their pet behind, and I can understand that. So um, some of the comments from um, places were, before the cats were in the playground, the kids were in the playground and the cats were spraying on the people yeah. and the equipment. Now, you know, that's no no longer because the cats are fixed and are being kept in the house. So there's so many good comments, but people are very grateful for the help. And uh, it makes a difference in their lives. 
And I got to say, so I'm team dog. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't want to, I didn't want to bring that up. Uh, I, I haven't had a cat. I, you know, I grew up with dogs and when I started here at the SPCA two years ago, there was a cat, uh, he spayed, he sprayed. And can you just explain to our team dog friends why that is important to mention <laughs> that <laughs> this helps with that? Hormonal cats stink and they smell really bad. Mostly the spraying is for male cats, but most some female cats will spray as well. So when you get a cat uh, spayed or neutered, over a couple of weeks, their hormone levels drop down, their urine is less stinky, and 90% of the time it stops them from spraying and, and having urinary issues. So it is, it is, makes a huge difference. Huge. It is a huge difference. They're not as aggressive. You don't have the problems with related to heat cycles, like cats screaming and howling, and mm -hmm. and uh, you have less cats outside fighting for love. You know, which happens. You know, every it's a much nicer animal when it's when it's fixed. Now, Linda, you radiate the passion for this, and I always say. When I go to somebody's house, I'm the cat lady. I am not the dog lady. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on opposite sides of that fence. <laughs> what is your hope for the legacy that you have with Spay Day? That people will continue to spay and neuter their cats. That's that you're you are the Bob Barker of HRM. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Linda, I wanna thank you for coming on down. I wanna thank you for all that you do. Thank you. Uh, and thank you for being here on our second podcast. And uh, if anybody wants some more information about Spade HRM, where would they find you? They, uh, the easiest way to contact us is by email. Uh, all the information is available on our webpage, spadeanovascotia.wordpress.com. Excellent. All right. Well, Linda, I hope you get some rest before <laughs> and after Spade Thank I you. I have no time. <laughs> no time.